Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center Contact Center podcast, where we try to give you some actionable items to take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve the customer experience, hopefully improve your agent experience as well. How's everybody doing? My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO here at Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500-seat call center outsourcer located here in uh, northwestern Pennsylvania. Well, this is kind of my, uh, I guess, my first official post-COVID podcast. Uh, what is that? My uh, PCP, I guess, right? Um, and I'm doing better. I think I still maybe sound a little weird. A little nasally, but uh, I'm actually back in the office, totally negative. Uh, thank you for all the uh, well wishes that I got for me and, and also for my family, as I kind of talked about last one too, my, sis- my sister, my my daughter. Uh, my daughter had it pretty bad too. So again, we're all good. They're back at school. I'm back at work. And uh, so I kind of feel like, and at least for me, we're hopefully through the, uh, through the COVID tunnel. Hey, I... Uh, I wanted to talk about something, and I don't think that this will be very long, but it was something that I was thinking about when I was kind of sick and kind of laying on the couch, and my mind started to wander. And you guys know I'm always into different types of age and engagement, and you know how can my contact center be different than everybody else's, right? How can we have just a different culture? And I'm, I'm constantly thinking about that because I think it, it makes such a huge difference in everything that we do. And one of the things that came about from a meeting that I had with kind of our paid paid media and, and social media and uh, SEO teams was, you know, I'm I'm thinking about doing just an AMA and ask me anything on Reddit, and you know, I kind of talked about that, or and may even do that just for podcast listeners, and, and we may do just kind of like a private webinar that you guys can basically just ask anything. I'm I just, you know, I know I have a following, but I know everybody's very busy, so it's kind of hard to just, you know, pick a time during a day and everybody's busy on the weekend, so that needs to be planned out. But as they were talking about it and you know, I'm done with the call and I'm just kind of thinking about it. I said, you know, I'm sure my employees would love to do an AMA with me. And maybe it's not just me, but maybe they want to do an AMA with with our HR department, with our client services, with EQA. Right, where they can ask a ton of different types of questions and and get responses because I think a lot of times we assume that you know the reps on the floor maybe know why things are happening or to be honest a lot of us because of our egos 
don't care if they know, right? And we're just doing kind of this is my way or the highway kind of thing. And I said, you know what? I'm going to try to do this. So two days ago, so as I am recording this, it is, is Thursday here, uh, 11-11. And I did it, right? I said on on Monday, I said, hey, guys, listen, I want everybody to think of your questions. You can ask me anything you want, you know, benefits, payroll, uh, program questions, anything that has to do with Expedia, you know, five-year plan, three-year plan, whatever you want to ask. Um, I'll get through as many of them as I possibly can, and I'll answer them all throughout the day. So let me just tell you that this turned out to be one of the best things that I've ever done from an agent employee engagement standpoint. We had questions from every department, right? So it just wasn't the, I thought it would be primarily the the contact. Well, it was primarily the, the contact center floor employees, but we had HR ask questions. We had people in client services. We had, you know, IT Everybody kind of asked questions that, again, I thought I thought we did a good job explaining, but obviously we did not. So I think as well, you know, a lot of times I ended up kind of at the end of the, the answer. I said, guys, I'm not asking you to agree with me on this, but I want you to see and understand my point of view or why we're doing certain things for certain policies. And I got a lot of really good feedback, like, you know what, I get it. I understand that, you know, I might not totally agree with it, but if I was in your shoes, if I was sitting where you are, I probably would be doing the same thing. And I think we came to a lot of agreements on a lot of certain things. Let me give you some of the types of questions, um, you know, that I got. One was, if you have not listened to the podcast on our attendance multiplier, it's one of the ways that we give more money to our associates based on their attendance, right? So this thing has raised our attendance about 30%. And if you are interested in that, you got to check out that episode. It's We did a full episode on it. But basically how it works is if you work 100% of your schedule and you put weeks together, we call that a streak, you get paid, your base rate goes up you know, based on how many weeks that you have at full attendance, 100% attendance, not coming late from break, lunch, those kind of things. And then if you do, if you if you call off, if you're late, you go back down, you start, you don't lose any money because your base rate is always your base rate. This is always a bonus on top of your base rate that you've always been making, right? So it's not like you get a penalty. But a lot of reps were complaining that there's no leniency towards it, right? There's there's no, you know, if you're a couple minutes late, then you're off your streak. And and for us, really, there's there's no black and white, right? We can't really give a lot of leniency for it because then that becomes the policy. If I say, hey, everybody can be two minutes late and you get a two-minute uh, kind of leniency for the four break, then everybody's going to take 17-minute breaks, right, instead of 15-minute breaks. And again, I know that that sounds like a stickler, but this is the call center environment where really everything is timed by the minute on how calls are coming in, right? So it's not just to be a you know an iron fist jerk, but we really have to focus on our WFM, making sure that our forecasts are right, making sure that our service levels are right, or you know even the organization can be fined, right? So we had a really good, I think, back and forth discussion on that, and you know we got to the point where I said, you know what, maybe the longer you're on your streak, you know we do give a little bit of leniency, you know, give that kind of one get out of jail free card. So if you get to that nine weeks, right, and you worked really hard to get there, we should be able to do something for you as well. So that's something that I kind of I thought was really cool and, and something that they kind of agreed upon. 
and we almost had like a little negotiation with the question of of answering that. So there's a been a, a nice tweak to that. Um, we talked about our minimum wage here at Expedian and where my plan is for for that for 2022. You know, our our goal is to have every single employee and have our base rate be at fifteen dollars an hour or more by the end of next year. And I think with some of the clients that we have coming on board, we're going to be able to to accomplish that. Um, we had a lot of questions on on like the three and five year plan at Expedia, so that was kind of fun. Again, I have all that in my notes. I have everything that I've written down, but to really kind of put it. Normally, I do like a, a, a state of the Expedia and probably just talk about the the next year, but to be able to talk about the three to five year plan, um, I think was 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 really good. Um, you know, we <laughs> I didn't realize this, but. There's when people are here, there we always have music in the hallways, and there's no music in the hallways right now. And I didn't, I guess I didn't even realize, right? So there was a question: What happened to playing music in the hallways? And I realized that we have I have Alexas in the ceiling, right? That's how, that's kind of how I did it. it. Was just easier than than having putting speakers and things. So a couple of the Alexas weren't working, so we got uh, got that going. People had questions on how do we hire? How do you get all these people? Um, which I thought was was kind of cool. Um, and then you have, we had a lot of vaccine questions, right? Which I think, again, was things that we have probably done a poor job getting out to the reps of, we know in, our, in my mind how we're going to handle this, but I've not done a good job articulating it to, to our employees. So, you know, what happens if the vaccine mandate, obviously we're well over 100 employees, what happens if the vaccine mandate comes into play? Does it work from home? And, you know, basically the answers are, I'm not sure yet, right? We haven't seen the law. We know that it's July or I'm sorry, July, January 4th, um, that it's supposed to go into effect, but we, we don't know. There's lawsuits that are pending. So it's kind of a mess. So I'm not able to give a really, really strong answer, uh, but I'm not mandating employees. Um, you know, again, I don't think that that's my responsibility. That's my business really to, to kind of tell you what what kind of shots that you should be getting um work from home is it going to be permanent or not right we had a nice discussion on that of of where and again these are things that i know how i talk and i answer to an to a client who asked me those questions how i answer that rfp but i have again i've done a poor job with explaining that to uh to the employees we had questions on hey can we get some new computers can we get laptops for home and when i explained to them i'm like guys we can get laptops you know, every year we kind of take 50% of our computers and we upgrade. But I said, a lot of you are going to hate that because you need two screens, you need big screens. I'm like, you, you, the customer service is a little bit different, right? With all the different things and the CRMs and the, the software that you need. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're right. That would be absolutely, <laughs> absolutely kind of a kind of a nightmare. One of the other things that I thought was really good, and this was one of those I want you guys to just understand my perspective is we do not, we, we have a lot of programs where we allow overtime and, you know, if we need a supervisor to supervise that overtime, that's fine. But sometimes the supervisors want to go on the phones and I'm sure that this happens in your organization as well. But the problem is, you know, us being a BPO, you know, we charge by the hour. And again, I'm totally transparent. You know, we're right around that 26, 27, 28 29 and maybe if we have some other higher tier programs we have about it's you know we're in that that mid to low 30s as well so what happens with some of these programs that you know if a supervisor is making 17 18 19 dollars an hour um and then you know they add time and a half on that we had taxes we had internet we're underwater 
So again, I just have basically always told them, no, guys, we can't allow, you know, supervisors to be on the phone for overtime, but I never really told them why. And I, I know I keep saying that, but that really opened my mind up to if I'm going to be a have a culture of transparency, if one of my main things is to, you know, really espouse that that type of be that type of individual and, and that type of of organization, I think, you know, we need to be able to to articulate that stuff a little bit better. One of the other things that came out of this is, again, as I kind of said in the beginning, is the associates were asking to do AMAs with other departments, right? And I think like HR is a great one. You know, we can get a little bit deeper into why we do certain things on certain policies. And again, that's a culture thing. Maybe you don't care if your employees don't. And it's kind of, this is just kind of how it is. But I think, you know, with us, the the team members and and us trying to all be kind of pulling and rowing the boat in the same way. I think it's important that, you know, those are the types of, of things that, that we do. The other thing is I think it'd be cool to do an IT one. I don't know how, I know how IT guys can sometimes be, but I think it would be pretty cool for them, for some of the reps to understand why we're doing certain things, why they have to click on certain buttons. Um, why can't things be streamlined a little more or why are things so good on this program and maybe so rough on that program? You know, depending on on what we at Expedia have the ability to integrate with, or you know what what some of our client systems are compared to what our systems are. So there's lots of questions. So this really opened my mind up, and this is this I think was just the beginning of almost creating a different culture in my mind, right? And I'm I'm kind of excited to see the some of the things that we can do because not only this, not only that, you guys know I love content. This is this was a great content kind of generator as well. You know, it's almost like a company-wide focus group uh, that we that we did, which I thought was was really cool. Some of the responses at the end of this that I got, and I, I posted this on LinkedIn, uh, but hey, at, you know, at Tom Laird, great idea with the AMA, very informative and fun. You know, at Tom Laird, I think we need to do this at least once a month, if not once a week, at other departments. And that way, if we all have questions, we can get them answered. Thank you so much for doing this. You know, at Tom Laird, thank you for taking the time to answer our questions. Much appreciated. One of the reasons I enjoy working here is the fact that we do get to talk to management at Tom Laird. Hey, you were a hit. They loved it. So again, I think it was something really cool um, added to our engagement, added to our culture, really kind of built upon some of the things that we're doing and then opened the door for, I think, a, a communication between management and our our employees that uh, that maybe we we thought we had, but we really didn't. Something to think about. 2022, maybe you open up your, uh, you know, your first quarter, your January with something like that. Get everybody kind of on board and, and kind of focus. And especially if you, even if you're a smaller group of, of, of 20 or 30 call center reps with the call center manager, I think could be, could be pretty cool. So again, I'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, thought that was something I, I wanted to kind of give to you guys and, and hopefully you can utilize it for your communication culture.